and we are live. That's my that's my like opening thing that I say every time. Okay, and you edit all this and stuff too, I would presume. Nope. Yeah? <laughs> oh, okay. So straight live. No, I, I, let's I, I, just do it. Let's get it raw. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's I've had one other person edit my podcast, but that was only because I was a dummy and had the volumes mixed up for himself and myself. So. Right, right, right. Uh, I had to get that switched around a little bit, but um, that was also a very good podcast with Michael Van Seust. He's a clinical hypnotherapist. Very cool guy. Ah, okay. Neat. All right. Yeah. So, Michael, how the yes. hell are you? I'm pretty good, man. You know, um, a lot of big shifts and changes going on. Um, Ain't that the case. You know, uh, on a personal level, um, you know, I've been following these energetic trends for the last 25 years. Um, That's pretty know, cool. Uh, how, okay, yeah. can, can I ask you, how old are you? Uh, 46. 46, so since you were 21. Interesting. Well, uh, actually, even, like, there's a big, there's, there's a little, there's a bigger story, and if you'd like, I can kind of get into it. Please and do. just kind of give you, like, a, uh, a bit of a... Uh, you know, a, a foundation of sort of how I got into, um, into all this. So when I was 16 years old, um, I was, um, I, I got into this, um, motorcycle accident. You know, I was, uh, I was a really rebellious youth at the time and I was having some, some problems at home with authority and, um, you know, I, I ended up on the back of a Kawasaki Ninja 1000 with, uh, with another, with another guy, one of my friends. And, um, you know, we, uh, 1000 went down. Yeah. We went, I was a passenger Yeah, and we, uh, we went, we went down the, uh, we went down this back road in Abbotsford, BC. That's where I was born and raised. And, uh, so we were going, you know, about 180 kilometers an hour and, um, you know, all of a sudden things started, you know, his, his, his bike, we, the bike whined into fifth gear. You could just, you know, hear the red line. You know, I looked over the sh- his shoulder and I saw 180 and we fought, we hit a truck. We hit Ooh. a GMC, we hit a GMC dually that had been at a stop sign and pulled out and he didn't see us in time. Well, yeah. And we, we hit the canopy we flew, we, we, uh, we scut, we skidded a hundred feet and landed into a ditch and I yeah. broke my femur. Jeepers. Now what's, what's really interesting about this is about three weeks prior, I had this dream. And what the dream was, it was just, it was like, you know, when you're, uh, you know, about to hit light speed on the, in the, uh, in the millennium Falcon and you've got like that just before you jump. Yeah you get those lights. So I was, it was dark, it was all dark and it was like this radio chatter. I heard this radio chatter in my dream, you know, just all dark, just this radio chatter. I couldn't really make it out, but it felt like I was in space or I felt like I was getting a message, you know, a message from deep space. And, um, so back, back to this accident, um, you know, I'm in the ditch, you know, I was, I'm thinking that my, my leg is like really bruised. Um, you know, the, uh, the ambulance attendants started coming. There was a crowd gathering because, you know, this is a pretty horrific accident. Um, um, and before I hit, 
I, I looked over my, sh- sh- looked over the shoulder and we were going so fast. I almost fell off the bike. And that's when I wrapped my, uh, my arms around the driver. Yep. And there was this green car. I, I remember it so clearly. This green car started to slow down like the matrix. That whole little scene in that, in the, in the maybe five or six seconds before we made impact. I remember looking at this green car and everything slowed down. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden things sped up. Yep. We hit the canopy and uh, in the ditch. So I'm in the ditch. The ambulance driver um, puts me into the ambulance and gives me the oxygen. And he just, you know, just breathe it in. You know, you'll, you'll start to feel sleepy. My eyes got heavy. It went dark. And when it went dark, I was hearing the same radio chatter from my dream over the CB radio in the ambulance. Hmm. Now it took me a few years to sort of figure out, well, why would, why, what, what, what is that? You know, what is that? And, and I come to the conclusion um, that I got a message from some other I got a, I got a message in that dream. It was like a, a per- premonitionary dream. Yep. And and uh, my theory is that if I hadn't have got had, had got that message, my subconscious wouldn't have been able to prepare myself for this this mm-hmm. uh, this this incident. Now we hit that truck going so we hit that truck so hard that we broke the axle and it went one one hundred and eighty degrees. And we're talking a dually GMC, like it's a big big it's a big truck, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then after that, um, you know, at that time, and this was May 20th of 1992. So at that time they, you know, they really just treated what they saw. Right. Yep. Um, so, you know, I had split my femur right up the middle and mm-hmm. shattered my glo- growth plate on, on my, on my left leg. And I was in the hospital for eight days. Um, I was on, uh, I think I was at, at peak, I was, uh, getting about six shots of Demerol just to, just to manage the pain. Um, sure. and, and then when I came out of that, that's when things really started to get interesting for me. Um, I don't know if I, they, they, they dosed the, um, they dosed the, uh, the sedatives when you, they put you under surgery a little bit too much, or I was just going through withdrawal from, from Demerol, but, um, everything that was going on with me before, um, the accident seemed to amplify. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at, at that time they weren't treating PTSD. They weren't, and 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 you know, because um, ICBC and the doctors are always in collusion at that time. Because you know, we're we're talking big bucks, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for 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 possible settlements, um, they they may have not wanted to just for a liability's sake want to you know disclose any other you know, possible symptoms of anything. So, so here I am, you know, I'm in a cast for like four months and, uh, and, but I'm just not feeling right in the head, you know, like, you know, there's just something that felt off and this dream really had a really deep impact on me because I just, I was just, you know, what's, what, what was this all about? Like, what was this, you know? Um, so so I just carried on with my life, you know, 16 went on, I was able to graduate in 93. Um, you know, of course, to cope with this undiagnosed 
PTSD and, and trauma, I, um, you know, I, I, I started drinking and well, I was always, I was drinking at that time, but things just to kind of start to escalate, you know, I'd, uh, mm-hmm. I think I, I started smoking pot when I was like, for the first time when I was 17, started getting into like, you know, mushrooms and LSD, um, at like 18 or 19 years old. Yeah. I don't really um, see a huge problem with those. Uh, however, when you treat it like a drug, uh, and use it like a drug, then yes, that that's where it yeah, becomes an issue. Absolutely. Well, at the time, and 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 I actually did this with intent. It was like there's something going on with me, and I need to like sort it out. And I yeah. really felt drawn to first. I first off, I I I, I used LSD before I ever did mushrooms. Mm, interesting. You know, um, yeah, because usually people start with mushrooms, yeah. but I just got right into the, to the LSD because, um, it, you know, at the time it worked for me and I did it every weekend for like, you know, a few months, right. We, I've only, uh, I've only microdosed LSD personally. Oh, uh, okay. Um, my first time I did, uh, I did my first time, my first time I did LSD, the guy that I got it from said, Oh, this is a double. And it was a single. So I was like my second time I was like, well, I did a double last time. I'm going to do a quad. Oh boy! I didn't find out. I didn't find out until later that my first dose was a single. So I may have, you know. How was that quad for you? <laughs> uh, it was, you know, when you're when you don't have anything to compare it to at the time, you just kind of ride it out, right? Yeah. You're not analyzing. You're not. In, you're in, you're in the pocket. You're not analyzing. You're seeing the shapes and the colors, and you're you're kind of getting um, calibrated to the, you know, the portal or the. Uh, the, you know, kind of beyond the veil, right? You know, yep. you're, you're, uh, the way you look at things is a little different. You're more in a third perspective, yep. you know, lots of colors. I don't know. I mean, it was some really, really good stuff for the time. Um, yep. and, and so I experimented a lot with that. I really felt like, you know, like, you know, you could really feel the unconditional love. You were a little more or less, you were, you were less inhibited to like really sort of express, your feelings and, you know, the vibrations that were going on. And, and I really felt um, for myself, that was like some really good, um, it was really good therapy. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I, I wasn't, um, you know, I was young and, you know, I, I, I was, I was excessive. Right. So I do yep. that a lot. I drink and, and so on and so forth. So we're, you know, I'm, I'm out of high school and not really too motivated to, to work all the time. Not so much because I didn't have the aptitude, but because when I got after that accident, I'm working with kind of a bum leg, right? Mm-hmm. And I was I was a cross country uh, uh, runner. Um, I was very active with sports, um, and and I really I really withdrew from that because I didn't want to hurt myself. I had this this trauma where I didn't want to, you know, exert myself because I didn't want to hurt myself. So I. I I, I led a very uh, sedentary life, so to speak, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, I was a heavy smoker and, you know, just, uh, you know, I look at, at it now and I had like, you know, that I just, there was just a lot of coping mechanisms mm-hmm. that, um, that I, uh, that I uh, subscribed to. Um, yep. and, uh, yeah. So when I, I'm just, um, so when I did that, I, uh, you know, I carried on, I, worked at like save on foods for a little while. I had this real jerk of a manager who would bully me. And, and that was kind of like this common theme throughout my life. You know, I'm, you know, I, I, I think from a young age, I just really, 
I had a lot of light, you know, mm-hmm. I had a lot of light and I just, you know, I'm, you know, I, I came from a good upbringing. Um, you know, I was, I was really taken care of. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, to put myself out into the world, um, you know, growing up, uh, I always attracted these bullies and these, you know, these, these toxic behaviors. Right. And, yeah. um, and it really, um, it really affected me because mm-hmm. I'm a pretty smart guy. I've got a lot of intelligence. My, you know, mother was a teacher and, um, and uh, so, well, you you certainly seem very intuitive, and that's what I uh, what I judge as, as intelligence. I think that we yeah, definitely EQ. need to yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, there's another one too that I I had never heard of before. There's IQ, EQ, and then there's another one. But there is e- a third one. Yeah, I can't think of it right now. Maybe it'll come to one of us as we go. But I mean, the emotional quotient is I would say equally, if not more important than the intelligence quotient, because really. It doesn't matter how smart you are. If you don't have your emotions together, then you're going to be screwed. So. Yeah. So the three types of intelligence is intelligence quotient, IQ, emotional quotient, yep. EQ, and social quotient. Social quotient. There it is. Yes. <laughs> and I would say, especially thanks to the last couple of years, uh, that has drastically changed for a lot of people. Absolutely. And, and what, what, I mean, what do you think uh, has, well, I guess the social quote, when, like what's, what, what's, what's your, what's your take on that? Uh, it's a, it, I mean, it's new to me. It's interesting yeah. because, mm-hmm. you know, uh, to, to me, that sounds like how you are. I, I don't want to say how you fit in, in society because I've seen society I've seen normal people. I've seen what's classified as normal. I don't want to have anything to fucking do with it. So um, I think maybe the way that we have that defined and in our programming may be <laughs> the wrong way. I think it, it still is part of human to want to fit in. Um, yeah. We, yeah it's, it, a, it, it's, called, uh, it's called consensus consciousness consensus consciousness now i got a bit of a lisp so that is a fucking nightmare for me to say (laughs) (laughs) but no that's really cool okay elaborate on that a little bit um well let me let me just pull it up because i'm I'm actually pulling this information off of uh uh uh, bertrand russell who who does uh, i like bertrand of reality yep so he he did a podcast with laura matsui um, where he was talking about this, the, the different stages of, of consciousness that we go through. And, and I've never been a, I, I jump around social circles. I'm, I was, I'm a very social person. I can, You're a I nomad. Can, I can, yeah, I'm a, I'm a total nomad. I'm, I'm, I'm fine. People call it isolation. I call it solitude. I'm fine being with myself because I'm never alone. Yep. Um, you know, and I'm really, I really just trust my intuition and my guidance, you know, that internal, uh, that internal compass, um, that, 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 that voice inside my head is just, that, that is just a higher aspect of myself. Michael, you are and, a very powerful being, uh, oh, well, whether you, you recognize that or not, because that takes a lot for us to recognize in this 3D plane that we live on because it's it's yeah. funny because i was just having this conversation with the um receptionist that works at the dental office that i sublease out of and mm-hmm. we were i was mentioning how like I'm, i just, i asked her I'm like do you think we're in war right now because we and we are like it's it's absolute 
obvious. Yeah, and it's you know it's 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 war of the collective conscious. You yes. know, um, yes, and it's, it's been a, it's been like this. It's been like this for years. It's uh, just everything is coming to a head. Yeah, absolutely. The world, see, World War Three started shortly after World War Two, and most people don't really get that because it wasn't like a normal war it was no it's infiltration versus invasion and that's why for the first time ever because it's infiltration because they've infiltrated us infiltrated us on every system that we live by but i would say they've infiltrated most importantly our minds and so Mm -hmm. once we gain the consciousness of that once the once enough of us gain the consciousness of that, then we realize that there's been a war going on, and that I think is what will end it. Because it's in once they once we realize that they've infiltrated our mind, all we got to do is fucking kick them out. You know, they're well, the, the evil powers are living rent free in our minds, and they have been our whole time, our whole lives, and we just don't know it. Yeah, they are. And, you know, it's, it's a lot of it is because we don't understand that we have as when we when we are birthed here, we are born sovereign. We're coming into a system that has rules and regulations in the third dimensional reality. This is set up by mankind, not source kind, right? Yes. So, so, you know, you know, the first, the first, you know, the early years of our life are where the, where, where we kind of set the groundwork and the framework for how we're going to frame our existence and how we're going to view our reality. Mm-hmm. Um, and, know, and, and you look at how, school, when you look at, at how young of an age that they're, they're trying to get that programming and indoctrination into you now, you know, they're trying mm. to get kids, they're trying to get, you know, inst- get them institutionalized at, you know, two, three years old. And well, I would even say earlier than that. I mean, well, you know, I think, as soon as I you come out of the womb, they start, they start taking control of you because as soon as your parents uh, apply for and sign up for the birth certificate, now you are a corporation in a corporation. Yeah. And you're, and you're, you're, you're signing a contract that you're not even, aware that you're signing a contract too right so the the lattice work the system is we're born into a system but we're also born we're all, we also come in with a higher understanding of of, of our multi-dimensional self yeah you know and and well and but, I, i'd like to expand on that a little bit because please. um you know I, I i go by the philosophy that we're all we've all chosen to be here at this juncture in time and at this point in time so if we were born in the 60s or the 70s or the 80s or the 90s yep. and we have these understandings or we have these extrasensory um perceptions or these gifts or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. they're 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 here we're, we, we we come in because we we, we volunteered I, I like going along the um the narrative of that we've volunteered and the reason why i say that is because, you know, we're, I, 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 you know, kind of going back into my twenties, I'll, I'll, I'll share one thing before I segue into that. So mm-hmm. when I was 21 years old, you know, I had just got the settlements, you know, I think I got $50,000 or something from this uh, ICBC claim. And, you know, I thought, Oh, all my problems are solved. You know, <laughs> this is, this is the solution. You know, and within an year, within one year, I burnt all through all that money. I was buying, you know, ounces of mushrooms, and you know, I got into. Well, and like, back then they were expensive. Yeah, well, I, and I, you know, you were paying forty-five dollars for an eighth and ninety dollars for a quarter, and there was no wiggle room. 
right? Oh my God. I sell ounces for 60 now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Right. So you, you know, you can, I got a fucking know, pound for 400 bucks. Like that's crazy to me. I know. But like, you know, I go, I remember going to the field, the, the field at night after my friend was, would get out of work on a Friday night. And go pick go yourself and some blue meanies. Well, no. This oh, was he'd already weed. have it. Sorry. This was just weed. You know, we'd, we'd find mushrooms too. I don't know how we source those, but it, they were around. We, we, I, I always, I, you know. Foraging mushrooms is something that I think that they should teach in schools. I think that it's a very cool and yeah. uh, noble skill <clears throat> to have. I'm, to- I'm sorry. I completely derailed you. Uh, no, no, that. that's fine. So that's you just fine. got that's your, fine. no worries. You got the settlement for $50,000. the settlement. Yep. You know, I, I, I was with a, you know, I found a really nice girl and, you know, but I was heavy drinking and I wanted to like treat my friends. So I'd go out and buy rounds and blah, 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 blah. Oh yeah. You're a anyway, big shot. Let's, 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 yeah. I was like, I'm the man. Oh, right? Yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll get into the point of this, this segue here. So April 1st of 1996, this is about, okay. you know, a year and a month after, or four years, four years and a month after my last accident. Mm-hmm. Um, I had this dream, you know, you can, you start to now, no, now notice that there's this theme to, to these, these, yeah. um, these near death experiences. Um, yeah. so I had this dream, um, where I was on the side of a, I, I don't know where it was like dark outside. I was looking at myself as a third person observer. So I was looking at myself, okay. um, in, in, on this kind of hill. And I was looking up into the sky and I was seeing this cloud, but this cloud wasn't just a cloud. It was uh, purple and yellow and, um, you know, violet and red and just kind of this hazy haze. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is, uh, I was like, wow, this is just interesting. Um, And then about three weeks later, give or take a few days, um, I'm driving home from, Langley, I think, with my girlfriend at the time. I was driving her car. I was the I was the driver, mm-hmm. and um, we were just about to get off the highway at Watkin Road exit where Castle Fun Park yep. is. Right. Yep. Wonderland. It and used to be. It would have been yeah, called at yeah, that time. The, the OG <laughs> would be Wonderland. Yeah. Um, we were living up on the top of Sumas Mountain in a basement suite. Um, cool. And then all of a sudden. We get hit. Shit. We get hit by a vehicle. Um, it 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 hit in the in the driver's side quarter panel. Um, so what happened is we flipped end over end four times. And by the way, I'll put this in. This 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 driver was was intoxicated. He was a drunk driver. He hit us at 160 kilometers an hour. Ooh. And this he hit us in the driver's uh, in the driver's side corner panel at the back. We flipped end over end four times. Um, and then you know how they have those kind of ditches on the side of the highway. And we oh, skidded yeah, those in. Are so big ditches. end over end, end over end four times, landed in the ditch. I remember CDs flying in the uh, in the cabin of the vehicle. I remember yeah. putting my arm um, across um, my girlfriend's chest. And I remember almost blacking out and forcing and prying my eyes open to stay awake because I really felt that if I didn't, I would have been unconscious. and. And I didn't want to go there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we were still, everything comes to, I'm dazed mm-hmm. um, and, and I'm bleeding. So I guess what happened is 
he hit us so hard that the, the, the back window frame broke off and it hit the back of my head. Holy shit. And made a, made a, made a four inch, um, uh, laceration on the back of my head and it dislocated my C2. Um, fuck. Hey, yeah, that's a big deal. And I'll get into why um, after. Yeah. So, um, I'll, I'll share this because, you know, I, you know, I don't, I, I, I don't condone using substances while driving, but before I left, I, I, I was smoking some weed. Mm-hmm. And I really think that because I was in that relaxed state, I didn't uh, become decapitated because the, the impact was so hard yep. that I've still got the bow in my neck and there's still a subluxation in my C2. Damn. Like if, if, if I hadn't have been relaxed and a little more rigid, I think the blunt force of that impact and the physics, I think I would have probably lost my head. Yeah. Like I'm no, no, like, that you, you became a cushion instead of a wall. Um, yeah, so, yeah, no, that makes sense. And, and the really trippy thing is, is that the, there was somebody following that drunk driver and the drunk and, and the, the person that was following that was, was, was someone that I went to high school with and she wow. was a nurse. Oh, so when, when we, when, when they took us out, the, out of the car and they were like treating me, she was there and you know, they didn't want to, they didn't want to say, Oh, you're bleeding. But I knew what I, that, that I was bleeding. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know, from, you know, I knew, I knew something was up. Right. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so we, um, we went to the hospital and I was just, I don't like, I was, sorry, no, we didn't go to the hospital. Let me, let me go back. So I'm sitting on the side of the bank being treated. I look up in the sky and I'm seeing the same purple and yellow and green and red cloud that I saw in my dream from a third person perspective. Now I'm really going, what is going on? And this was the big one for me. This was the big one mm-hmm. because it, um, it changed my brain chemistry um, it changed, it changed everything. Um, I felt more, I, I felt less, I, I felt, I, w- I felt like I was tethered to my body. I felt like I was out of my body. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was, I was fully functional, but I wasn't fully, um, fully grounded. Gotcha. And, um, I went, so we, I got treated at the hospital. We went to go see the car the next day at the, at the wreckers. And we walk in and like, you know, we want to pick up our stuff. They're looking at us like white in the face. They're like, you're alive. You guys lived. We didn't think anyone lived. We've never seen a vehicle so mangled up. And, and, and you guys are the ones that were in that vehicle. And we were like, yeah. So, you know, once again, physics dictated that, you know, we shouldn't have been alive. So that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's near death experience. Number two. Yep. Um, a few days later, you know, I'm, I'm in a lot of pain, you know, and I'm having weird dreams and my brain chemistry is just off. Now I'm like oh, yeah. doubling down on the PCA PTSD and all the symptoms that mm-hmm. are, have been suppressed from the time I was 16 and now I'm 21 and I'm doubling down on this. Yep. Um, and um, I was sitting in our living room at the time. I've taken some Tylenol just to kind of relieve the pain. I smoked a joint and I'm just looking at these white cupboards and these white cupboards started moving towards me and my heart started racing and racing and racing. All of a sudden there was a snap. I was looking at this chest on the floor on, on my right 
it disappeared and I could see the, 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 the carpet underneath in the wall. Oh. I looked over to the TV, the TV disappeared and I could see the wall behind it and the carpet. I started getting an anxiety attack. My heart was pounding so hard. I thought I was going to have a heart attack. Yeah. So they called the ambulance. I got in the ambulance, went there. All of a sudden I'm looking at numbers and I'm going, Oh, three, three, Oh, six, six. I started, I started, I started following moon cycles. I started wanting to get into channeled information about the Pleiades um, mm. and, and, and civilizations on Mars. And, you know, my girlfriend at the time was just like, what is going on? And I was non-functional dude. Like I was, I was, you know, I wasn't working at the time because I was working, I was, you know, living off my settlement and, mm-hmm. and now I'm doubling down. Now I'm like really messed up. But I'm also thinking, oh, I'm going to get this settlement, right? So all is good. So, you know, there's this ingrained pattern of, you know, at the time, there was a cycle that was created because mm-hmm. of that, that deep impact. That's like, well, the only way to create abundance in my life is to hurt myself. Yep. So, um, so we, we moved, I moved out because things weren't going so well because I was just not well. And, um, mm-hmm. And um, that's when a lot of the psychic attacks were coming. That's when a lot of the, um, the, the dark would, would come into my field and, and try to, you know, play with me. I remember one night, um, you know, me and my girlfriend were like, you know, we woke up in the morning. We were seeing these orbs mm-hmm. like flying around the, um, the, the house. And, um, and I was like, what is going on? And, um, and I knew that. I knew that I was, I was compromised and I was extremely vulnerable, but I'd also opened myself up to a completely, a, 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 another world beyond the veil that I, I, I did not have understanding of. So, you know, I'm, I'm, always, I'm a firm believer that knowledge and wisdom is power. And I didn't have the, the, the knowledge or the, the understanding to know that what, what I had um, stepped into, so to speak. So, um, 1997 i came across my friend mark had been um you know um initiated into reiki level one and reiki level two because he was going through some things and um so i decided to you know mark was like you know i think i think this i think i think val can help you um val blackman my um my reiki master teacher um who passed away, I think about a year and a half ago. Interesting. But um, yeah, she's like kind of my, for me, the, the best way I could describe her, she's like the woman that's asking Neil about the cookies. Like the Oracle? You know? Yeah. She's like the Oracle. That's she was so like cool. The Oracle in my life. So I took my first, um, my first level of Reiki in November of 1997 and was initiated in, in, in those, le- the level of Reiki one. And oh man, and back then I really, oh. yeah, that's crazy. Right. That's you cool. Know, yeah. So that, you know, we're just moving into the photon band. There's yep. still a, like a lot of heavy duality going on, but, um, you know, she, she saw something in me, she saw something really special in me and she, she taught me everything I know. Um, and she's here with us now. Like she's she's come on really strong over the last little while because I really feel like um, as as I'm moving deeper into my awakening, 
um, there's, 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 there's forces and there's, there's, there's community of beings that are, that are here to, to assist me in, in, in my next phase and in, in my next, um, my phase of my journey. Yeah. She became but, your uh, spirit guide. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Like, yeah, the Oracle Yoda, however you want to put it. Right. Yep. Um, so, um, I, I did late Reiki level one in 90, November of 97, Mm-hmm. I did my Reiki level two, I think early 98. And at the same time I was learning about touch for health. I was learning about, um, uh, you know, um, what's that? Uh, nurses use this to, to do aura clearings, but there's a specific term that I can't, it's, it's not, on a, uh, no, it's not smudging. It's, um, therapeutic touch. Oh, okay. Therapeutic touch. Nurses use that in the hospitals. Um, huh. at least they did. So, yeah, you know, probably a little bit anymore. of a holistic, maybe a little bit of a holistic approach. Um, so I did that touch for health. I learned about herbal medicine. Um, I learned, she taught me about, um, muscle testing, you know, mm-hmm. so like, you know, tagging an object, like, you know, if I'm in a herbal store, it's like, you know, between zero and 10 or, or, you know, you count out to 10. So it's like, you know, your body tags and you're just counting out like is, or is, or is this product between zero and a hundred percent is this product good and you can count it out and intuitively your fingers are going to tell you like, you know, closed is no and, Mm -hmm. and open is yes. This, I I know your listeners can't see it, but if you put your fingers right like this, um, this, 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 this specific position actually um, aligns with your truth center. So Mm -hmm. you're getting an intuitive, a a, a specific uh, intuitive read on, and your body naturally tags things when it go, when, when any, you put any substance into your body, Mm -hmm. The, the technology of the human body is so amazing. And the reason why I say this is because it knows where everything needs to go mm-hmm. in, in, at, at the speed of light. So, so anyway, moving on, I, I did my level two and then me and my friend Mark did our level three and, and master teacher in, in, in one weekend in 1998. Very and that cool. was our final um, initiation in, in Reiki, but the, 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 the work and the lessons and the, the, uh, the the integration like always continues it mm-hmm. always continues it's never a well, it's energy. never a dull never a dull moment energy never stops it's always flowing yeah and you got to yeah. learn to align with it and flow with it yourself mm-hmm. that's very cool that you have done reiki and and the the courses that you've taken my a good friend of mine is on that path right now i myself have been doing reiki for well long distance healing for uh, two and a half years and oh fantastic yeah and I actually uh, have just changed to uh, or, or hired a, she's called a transformation coach and she's a multi-dimensional healer and mm, okay, okay and so she she in our first session she like right away she knew so much about me um, not specifics but like knew kind of what you know what I'd been through and she she's like oh you got some plasma some dense plasma in your 11th universe in the middle dimensions and stuff i'm like holy fuck mm-hmm. like this is getting into crazy interesting levels and she she mentioned you know we talk about photons and and stuff like that and i um you mentioned though about the pleiades and that's kind mm-hmm. of where i want to go with this it, too yeah, because sure. i've mentioned to you uh, and i've mentioned to her and i'd mentioned to i would mention to anybody that is uh open to uh interstellar beings out there um mm. you know that one's always funny to me because 
they can be referred to as angels if you're religious, spirits mm-hmm. if you're, you know, uh, if you're the universal type of thing. There, there's all sorts of different relations to it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. What's mm-hmm. interesting and what draw I've really been drawn to for a long time is the Arcturians. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I know, you know, I, I've mentioned that I know that there's Lemurian or Lyrian in me cause I love cats. Um, yeah. and I know yeah. that they, they worship cats like the, uh, some of the older civilizations and stuff were definitely of, uh, Lyrian descent. Um, well, and, and even more so, you know, um, you know, I have a strong tie with Egypt. I've been three yeah. times. Um, you know, and I've, I've worked with healers there. Cool. Um, I've been, I've been in big groups where I've had to like go into spiritual battle. Wow. That was my test. That was my testing ground because it's a very, it's a, you know, everything's amplified in Egypt. So, you know, oh, depending yeah. on the leadership that you're going into, if they've got a big ego, well, they're going to be drawn in reptilians and archons and all these yep. parasitic entities. Right. So I've dealt with that stuff. Um, you know, my whole life, because yep. the, the other, the other segue is, is that, um, I like to look at these two, um, accidents as assassination attempts, mm. um, I by, by, by forces. And I think what happened is that I got implanted. Right. So then I'm running this program that, um, you know, that's making, you, you know, you just got this war going on inside of you. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until 2012 and I've been doing a lot of background work. There's all, you know, even though my behavior in this world of drinking and, you know, partying and all this stuff, I was still had a very, you know, I understood the cycles and I understood the lessons that I had to learn to be able to level up. Yep. Um, when I was in 2012, which was a big year for a lot of people. Yeah. I was, I, honestly, I was waiting for the opportunity to say that. Like why, yeah. why was 2012 such a big year for some, I mean, I know now. Um, yeah. 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 It was know. the split of the timeline. Right. Yep. Um, but, um, I, I, I was in a really bad relationship and, um, and I, instead of drinking my way through it, I stopped drinking and let, let it, let everything go. Cause I knew intuitively inside myself that I knew, I knew my exit point. And, it, and if I missed that opportunity, I like looking at things in wheels within wheels, lessons mm-hmm. are wheels within wheels. I always look at. You still there? Yeah, I'm still there. Sorry, there was yep. a call coming through. Yep, that no was my, actually my friend Mark that I was just talking about. So <laughs> that, how synchronistic is that? Oh, yeah. No, I, w- I would say that was a coincidence, but that word doesn't exist in my no, vocabulary. No, no. I like synchronous, synchronicity is, is more in alignment with the uh, Absolutely. the the lattice work that we're uh, speaking into. Yep. Um, so anyway, where was I? Um, so yeah, 2012. So I knew, I knew that... Um, Oh, so, so lessons, if mm-hmm. you're not learning your lessons, the people, the places, the situations are going to change, but the theme remains the same. And if you can recognize what the theme is and not be distracted by the people, the places and the themes, and, and, and you find that that's what the lesson that you need to learn, you'll find your exit, but you have to f- complete the lesson to move on to the next phase. So yeah. I, I recognize that this, that I couldn't respond to this breakup. Um, in the same way that I did. So I took the leap of faith and stopped drinking alcohol and, 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 and felt, felt the hit, you know, felt yep. the pain. Yeah. And, and it was the most awakening experience that I'd ever felt. 
And the reason I say that is because the contrast, I was able to see the contrast. And the contrast I saw was I was on a string in like 12th dimension. And I finally made the choice to come back and settle into my physical body in the third dimension. Mm -hmm. So whatever it was that I was doing up there, and I think I was doing a lot, clearly, yeah. um, I, was, I was ready to, to, to house my, my, my spirit, my soul, and, and bring it back down and anchor it into this reality. Yeah. And I think, I think for me, you know, being an abuser of substances, I used that as a gateway to be able to numb my body out so I could have access. But what I found is when I inverted it, my body was ready because I had been calibrated through these initiations. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I did that, my whole world opened up. That's when I got this job opportunity to go on the road with this company for four years as a, uh, as a, uh, well, many hats. I'm a very, I've got an aptitude for multitasking. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I took all my experience in the baking industry, the food industry and everything else and went and started doing uh, production, uh, upscaling this production facility in Ontario. Cool. Um, and that's when Thoth came into my field and started assisting me. That's when I started getting these, doing these 16 hours days because the, the creative juices of the universe were coming through me and I had like unlimited budget. It was like, I had such an, an ex I had, I had, it was like carte blanche, like whatever you need to do to do this, do it. Hmm. So it gave me the capacity to really work with my creativity. And, you know, going back to the Pleiades, um, I like to always like my, my teachings really come from the Pleiadian agenda by Barbara Hanclaw and how she frames it is like, you know, the fifth dimension, the Pleiades is, 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 is the vibration of love and creativity. Yep. In fact, before, we're in we're in a stage now on this planet where we're you know not only is mother earth moving into the fifth dimension but so are her inhabitants mm -hmm. right and and beyond it's not just feet 5d and we've hit the ceiling That's no, just, no 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 Five, 5d is is as i understand it it's like a it's birth it's the birthing canal into the higher dimensions yes 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 yeah. absolutely right and you know i i i I'd suggest any of your listeners or even you, if you haven't like really check out Barbara Hanclaw. That's interesting. She Cause is, I'm really interested. I'm into Barbara Marciniak. Um, yes, me too. Yeah. Me too. I mean, I've, I've, and I said that, of the dawn. yeah, I'm, uh, I'm still powering through. I have been for almost a year. Cause I, I mm. admittedly am not as much of a reader as I'd like to. However, that video mm. that you sent me earlier, the, the books that he was fucking piling up. I'm like, Oh man, I feel like a dummy. I know. <laughs> No, <laughs> no, it's, you know, I, 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 I joke. Uh, and I, know, I gotta, I gotta be careful about that because obviously, uh, you know, it's words are energy and, and yeah, well, and I say that because, you know, um, you know, self-talk is, is really important, right? I mean, even if it's just, important. oh, I'm joking. It's like, you know, words are spelling, right? Yep. You're, you're putting spelling out there. So oh, absolutely. No, that's why I myself, catch myself. It's like, yeah. Anyway, that's, it's all good. Um, so, you know, the pleading agenda was a really big book. And I also got into the, uh, you know, Val, she, she got me into other materials like the 1111 by Solera, 
Now, Solera, everyone's all about 11.11 and, oh, synchronicity, but there's actually a real interesting story with that. And maybe that's that's something for another podcast, because actually I feel like this is going to be kind of a series between you and I. That's, that's I certainly hope so. Yeah, no, that's, uh, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm feeling from this as well, because I, I do believe, you know, it's interesting um, because I, I, I find myself having very similar conversations with mm-hmm. a lot of people. Um, and it's good. Those are all nice affirmations to me that the, we are on the right track. Um, yes, yes, yes. You know, and, and it's, it's for, like, for example, you know, the story you're telling me about almost dying twice, I've almost died twice myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and in my ATV accident, uh, which was really the, the one where I should have died, um, and I believe that I didn't for a reason, uh, I didn't get, I haven't gotten as in-depth as you have. I think mm-hmm, I need to mm-hmm. get rid of my uh, addiction to THC because mm-hmm. that is i think what's holding me down a bit it's one of those things this is a perfect segue yeah and i'll tell you why i should because um about it'll be i'm I'm into my third week of not using marijuana Mm -hmm. what i've done what i've what i've realized is that it was it was i'm i've 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 come to a stage in my evolution where it's it it was becoming a depressant Mm mm-hmm and um, what's ha- what's what's occurring? What the what's occurring to me right now over the last three weeks is that, you know, I'm in a ten year cycle. So my ten year cycle, 2012, I stopped drinking alcohol. My world opened up. All these yep. opportunities. I became like a real magnet for for what I wanted in my life. Mm-hmm. And now I'm spiraling out into my next ten year cycle. And 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 I've and I'm and I can no longer smoke or use weed. I can use the tinctures, yep. but um, <clears throat> I need this resonance. Mm-hmm. I need this resonance in my voice. If you talked to me three weeks ago, my voice wouldn't have had this resonance. I wouldn't be seated. I wouldn't have this tonal quality. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and what it's allowed my, the higher aspects of myself to do is seat my higher mind into my brain. Mm-hmm. Um, because I am, my, my sleeping patterns have changed, but I'm also got like a lot more joy and I'm a lot more, I want to take more action. I'm not, um, you know, sit and just listen to music and I'll just do the dishes later, man. And you know, whatever it's like, you know, I I no longer have brain fog, like my synaptic responses are coming online and, and I'm, I'm having this, um, this merge between my higher mind and 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 my 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 brain that's awesome and i think we can we can look at that macrocosmically too because what we're actually doing as a collective that's awakening is 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 allowing the god source creative or creator higher mind to see so we're in this stage of transformation collectively and individually mm-hmm I, I, I completely agree with that. Uh, again, this war that we are—it's almost mm. over. And it you know, is, and is. you know how I know that because mm. people are understanding that we are at war. 
Yes. And that's well, and we all, have been at war for thousands of years. Yeah. And, and that, that's, that's going to be the tough red colored pill for people to swallow. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if you think the, the news is fake, if you think the science is fake, well, wait till you learn about the history. Like everything we've been, li- we've been taught, we've been lied to on, on so many different levels. And well, yeah, through the religious authorities, the government authorities, every authorities. I every, mean, if the Vatican has miles and miles of literature from all those ages and they don't share you've got to no. wonder why yeah exactly no, it's it I, I don't know if you've ever seen stolen history but it's a phenomenal little docu-series on youtube um and i'm surprised it's on youtube because it's very uh enlightening to our history but it goes through like the world fairs and and it explains in a very good and and scientific way of how um our the history has been stolen from us i mean the the victors write the write this the history or however that quote goes um there's that and also um what i learned from this docu-series is that you're a, a human defense mechanism is um is amnesia so when yeah, you go when yeah. you go through a world war one uh followed by the great depression and then go into a world war two uh which were all just just horrific human experiences collective trauma collective yep. trauma and exactly. you know you can look you look you can look at COVID as the same way absolutely you know um these globalists you know the wef klaus schwab they understand this theory of what were we talking about? The four, the fourth, uh, the four stages. Yeah. The fourth, the four stages. So, you know, the, the, the the Masons, the, 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 the secret societies all know about this stuff, but there's never been a time in history where the dark and the light have the same knowledge and information to use at their disposal. We've got the, we've got the internet. We've got the, the battle of ages. It's the battle of ages. Exactly. And, and this is why it's such a turning point for humanity, because the more that we understand the structures that we're dealing with, yep. and the more that we understand the cycles of time that we're dealing with, the more, um, the more. I'd say the more power we get because it be, yeah, absolutely. the more understanding because it's knowledge and wisdom that yeah, that in yeah, itself exactly. is the power that we create. You know what I think we're really going through? Uh, cause I, I relate movies big time to mm-hmm, life and mm-hmm, stuff like that. There's mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. way too much symbolism in Hollywood and they, and they do that on purpose. Um, and symbolism w- is and will be their downfall. But, yeah. um, you've seen the matrixes, right? Not, oh, not necessarily, not necessarily the newest one. I haven't seen that I have, one. Actually. Oh, how I'll, is it? I'll give you, I'll, gi- I'll give you a website that you can watch it in HD. Oh, fucking perfect. Please. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I, I know what I'm doing this afternoon. Um, yeah. I, I appreciate that because it's, I've seen the, I've, so my experience with the matrix is I watched it in, when it first came out in 1999. And at mm-hmm. that time I was 13 years old. So that was just a cool movie. Uh, and then I don't think I watched um, Reloaded or Revolution. Uh, and then I rewatched Matrix like a year and a half, two years ago. I'm like, holy fuck, that's a crazy documentary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, then, well, uh, and then, you know, Keanu Reeves comes out and saying it actually, in fact, was. Well, I, it, it's, I mean, it's you're, you're, you're being naive if you don't see the, the relation to it um but what i if knowing the matrix is 
we're we're at matrix we're in matrix revolutions the third one and the the reason i say that is that whole movie it, the premise is um it, if if you haven't watched it it's one battle it comes down to the one last battle between neo and uh mr smith and neo yeah. neo dies Mm-hmm. Or, or, but he he becomes the light, and the that in the very final scene, I just lost my shit because um, the little girl in there is talking to the oracle, the one with the about the spoon. Yeah, uh, yeah. and she looks into the sky, and there's the rainbow colors in the sky, and mm-hmm. she's like, "Oh, that's a sign. That's a sign that we won." And I'm like, ah, and then, uh, what the one guy, I can't, I can never remember his name, Sephron or something like that. Uh, anyways, he, he's standing beside the Oracle and he's like, he's like, you knew you always knew. Like, how did you know? She's like, I didn't know. I believed. I'm like, yes. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. like, let's fucking go. I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah because yeah, that's where yeah. we're at. I do believe yeah, well, that's where we're at. Absolutely, we are. You know, you know, we're coming out of a we're coming out of a, a two year lockdown. We're coming out of, you know, I'll, I'll put it this way. You know, like, so the reason why I got into um, holistic health is because the system failed me, and I knew that the only way for me to make sense of it was to to to, to learn and 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 teach myself the abilities to self heal and to understand the what what we're working with, what we're what what we're capable of. And, 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 and the other characters in this grand theater. Yep. And, um, and, and so that was kind of, that's, that's, that's kind of my foundation, you know? Um, so we're dealing with collective trauma. We're dealing with people, we're dealing with the powers that be that said, this is our opportunity to take, to take, to, 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 to go into the, 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 the stage of the next, you know, the fourth industrial revolution or revolution or industrial fourth industrial revolution. Yep. And to me, that's like straight up fourth Reich. Like I'm, I don't know well, what you, you think you, about that. But. Uh, well, my, my honest thoughts on that is again, world war, II, well, world war two never really ended in my opinion. Um, no. it, we, no, they, they just, just a training ground. To exactly. Bring in, it was you know, the program, okay, we can use TVs, we can use technologies, we'll, we'll take these scientists through Operation Paperclip to the States and they can build rockets for us. Yep. <laughs> it's funny, I, uh, back when I was in my red pilling days and I, I enjoyed red pilling other people, I, would, I, I posted a status about uh, like, oh, here's a safe tip or here's a nice, nice tip if you want to uh, keep your, your mask on your face more secure, you use a paperclip at the back. Google Operation Paperclip for more information. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great little segue. But yeah, no, I mean, Fauci's last name, real last name is actually Faust. He, I've heard that, yeah, that he's is. the fourth Reich. Um, well, and, and isn't like, um, you know, our deputy prime minister have relatives from that era as well? Uh, I'm, I'm sure I'm, uh, I mean, you, I'm are, gonna, are I'm you talking quote, Freeland? Uh, yes. Oh yeah, she does. Yeah. yeah. She, and, and not only that, but Freeland's Jagmeet, a, no, Jagmeet, Jagmeet Singh. Singh 
He's on the as part of the WEF. Um, yeah, oh yeah, they're John all Tor, John Trory. The Tory and um, um, um Singh is also on India's fucking terrorist list. So let's take that one into consideration. Wait here, a fucks. minute. Yeah. What are we doing as a country harboring these war criminals? It's it's fucking insane. You know what? Our, our debt has gone from 2020 to 2022 to from 800 billion to 1.2 trillion. Trudeau has spent more money in the last two years, or at least I, I, I don't quote me on this because I don't have the uh, I don't have the, the the data in front of me. But it's something like he spent more money in his term than all prime ministers combined. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, he has. He, he's an you absolute know. fucking disaster. I mean, he he's acting just like his father, and I do not mean Pierre. Um, well, no, no, no. I and. You know, I'm sure your listeners understand what what that's all about. I yeah, mean, I mean, that's our the, that's honest. Just like honestly, yeah. you look at a fucking side to side be, between him and Fidel, Dude, and tell me he's not. His 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 father would would probably condone condone this. Well, absolutely. You know, like it's he's got to have the genetics of of a dictator to be able to, without without any remorse, carry on like this. Yep. No, you know, you this and this people is, know it. It's evil. It's evil. This, you know, that's the thing. It's I do believe that we, you know, in the microcosm, in the macrocosm thing, you know, like let's look at the planet Mother Gaia as a yeah. cell in a body, you know, yeah, and, yeah. and that, that makes sense because you know the body, the the planet is seventy percent water. We're seventy percent water. Um, a lot of the things in our body are are represented in the planet that we live in. And well, it, not only that, but we've got more. We've got we've got we've got a just as many cells in our body as there are stars in the universe. I so mean, as that, above, so below, right? That was the ne- that's the next point is that is you know there there's you know close to eight billion human cells inside planet Earth's cell. And yeah. you know, like in our body where you have billions and trillions of cells, you have good cells and bad cells, and then there's mm-hmm. cancer cells. And, mm-hmm. and and a cancer cell's job is to turn good and bad cells into cancer cells, um, mm-hmm. and that, that's that's we you know that again as above so below you you can look at what what's going on. It's actually pretty obvious to if you really look at it. It's just yes, yes, taking yeah. that outside perspective view of it. Mm-hmm. But we're so drained, da- like dragged down with density and uh and lower vibration and it's because we live in a state of fear and that's why the emotional quotient for most people isn't up to par or even isn't even on the scale um yeah and i like to relate um you know those frequency ranges uh i I like i i really uh you know it's 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 like the hawks hawkins hawkins uh levels of consciousness, right? Yep. You know, everyone's kind of in this gross, gross state of being, you know, they're on their phones all the time. They're watching the TV. They're, you know, they, 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 they don't, you know, um, ignorance is bliss and I'm not, uh, you know, trying to label, but if you don't really understand what the, the, the bigger picture and what's actually going on in all these other realms and all these other teachings, I mean, what you know is what you know until you find out there's more to know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, and, and the thing is, is we're always learning. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what we're here to do. That's what this we're dimension learn is for. It's to learn and to, to reconnect yourself back with your heart-based being. And mm-hmm. that, that's yeah. what we're here to do. And, and you know, 
I know there's some people that may think when they hear, oh, you got to learn stuff, you know, like, oh, that sounds like a lot of work to me, Shane. And it's just like, well, I think that that stems from us being put in at a young age into an education system that is designed to benefit the system, uh, not not the yeah, person. To, 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 to benefit the few and not the many. Yeah, exactly. Like, here, listen, I'm very good at math. I love math, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but certain parts of math. You start talking fucking parallelograms and all this shit. I don't care. Yeah. That doesn't fucking yeah. benefit me at all. It's not yeah. interesting to me. So to learn that stuff, to go through that stuff, that becomes work. Uh, and even yeah. Yeah. even work, when you say you're working on yourself, that brings a negative connotation to it. You, we need to start reframing shit. Like, I'm loving on myself because then you love the progress that you're, you're making. You love mm-hmm. the journey that you are, you are on because that's what you were supposed to do. And, and yeah. the more you try I, I and fight that, it. I, I call that framing, framing reality in reversal or framing reality in reverse. Yeah. Reverse engineering our own reality. I love it. Yeah. yeah. You know, Michael, because, I, I, mm. we could go on for honestly hours oh, and, I, I, and I know we could. over time we will. I know for the next time that we do this, I want to schedule uh, at least 90 minutes uh, aside, yeah, yeah. but I think our, our, as, as good as this chat was, it's just the tip of the iceberg because I think that we could really get going on some good conversations and it would be good to, you know, as we get more comfortable to go live in, in my groups or, you know, live on Instagram and stuff like that and get some interaction mm-hmm. because I know that there's a lot of people out there that are thinking like this. They just, they're too, they're, they're they're based they're still living in fear so that it mm. becomes scary for them to to go out of their comfort zone and talk about this stuff yeah yeah no and i think that's sort of where where we're at as a collective you know like like i said i've been this is all i know i've been doing i've been in these realms and doing these um i've been working in the field for 25 years you no, know, I, like absolutely. This, I've been doing this since I was a teenager so I'm, I'm very refined and you know I'd be happy to come on and you know really you know we could talk more specifically we can you know I, I really think uh, you know this this introduction to to uh, I think we just have a lot of subject matter that we can cover and I think your listeners you know out there that you know are have these same thoughts or have these curiosities it'd be kind of good for everybody to yep. um you know really put um you know there there is no fear in love uh, i couldn't have said it better man i mean we we met for a reason we're coming into yeah. our true purpose now yeah. uh yeah. you know i run a company that has health and wellness products and i've helped mm-hmm. thousands of people o- over the years and, and still i get this this message sent to me that my true purpose here is just about to come into fruition and it's stuff like this this stuff helps people so much i had two people call me at roughly at the same time uh asking like oh hey man like i know like things are getting a little scary here like what's going on like what's your take on it i'm like i'm like yeah i totally understand that they're they're getting scary and stuff but just put the armor of God on and have no fear because there, mm-hmm. there's a bigger yeah, plan. Your because... angels and guides, you're never alone. Yep. All you got to do is all you got, all, all you have to do is, you know, and we'll get into this, but what I like to do is I just like, you know, 
at this time, I call in my guides. I call in the Seven Masters, St. Germain. I call in Archangel Michael. I call in the Syrians, the Pleiadians, the Arcturians, the Andromedans, all of the light. Yep. Those are, I listen to tracks that that, uh, that my multidimensional healer gave to me to listen as a follow-up. Um, but mm-hmm. we'll we'll tap into that more because uh, it's 11-11 on February Perfect. 18th in uh, BC right now. So let's end it here. Um, yeah. Michael, it's been an absolute pleasure. I'm going to... Oh, wrong, uh, <laughs> wrong one. Hold on. I got to do that for my, that's my buddy, Pat. Here, hold on. No, okay. Yeah. There we go. Nice. Nice well, round of applause. Thank you so much for having me, man. And it was a real pleasure. And I, you know, my guidance is really telling me that this is just, like you said, the tip of the iceberg and, and a nice introduction and, and just the beginning of, of, of sharing. Um, I mean, we got so introduced. I'm really looking forward. We got in- introduced through uh, your cousin Phoenix, uh, yeah, who have, yeah. I, I I thoroughly enjoy the conversation that we had. That's what we'll do next conversation. Let's let's do the, the let's do a three way chat. Yeah, that'd be great. I think that'd that be would great. be awesome. Are you yeah. guys close to each other? Yeah, we're second cousins. And no, no, like geographically. Look. Sorry. Oh yeah, I'm actually going to go see him this weekend. I'm up. I'm going up to Nelson. Oh, dope. Whereabouts are you? Yeah. Uh, currently I'm in Cherryville, BC. Where the hell is Cherryville? Uh, now we're east of Vernon. Oh, very cool. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Oh. Rural. I'm, I'm on a 20 acre farm. I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a true nomad. That's I, a, that's uh, I, go, a... I go where I'm called. Yep. So, uh, I, last year I purchased a, uh, or in 2020, I purchased a 2021, uh, Nash off the grid trailer for season. And yep. I've been living out of this, uh, for the last year and a half. That's amazing. Just, man. uh, just, just holding space and just bringing myself in and, and just being still, you know, that's, that's another yep. conversation. I I've been spending a lot of time in medicine circles for the last year and a half and, um, and, and done doing a lot of self work and, and all, a lot of, I, I know my, you know, I know that the last year and a half I was meant to be here mm-hmm. to, to prepare for the next phase of, 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 of my service work. And, um, you know, this is a really great, uh, platform to kind of, put myself out there. This is my very first podcast I've ever done. Oh man, that's um, awesome. But, uh, but the flow and, and, uh, the, the flow with you is good and it's really nice to just be, be open and, uh, you know, you know, speak my truth and, um, you know, the words that I have, you know, I, I speak light language too, but it's not like the, uh, the, in tongues. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm a broadcaster, you know, I, I, I do feel I have a strong, um, connection to the Pleiadians that's and, awesome. um, and, uh, so that's, that, that's where I'm coming from. Coming well, you're, from a place you're, of light and love. You're definitely in the right area uh, if you are uh, attracted to the Pleiadians and stuff. I've heard there's a lot of activity out in, in the Okanagan area. Uh, and, oh, there is. I see. I see yeah. ships all the time. I know yeah. how they cloak in clouds, and you know, I'm, I'm, I get messages. They they test me once in a while to make sure I'm listening, and it's yeah. like random stuff, like flick the lights off and on three times, which I did last night. You know, because I kind of get into this trance sometimes when yep. I'm not sleep deprived and I'm awake. Yep. So, you know, I'm just calibrating. Well, that's, it's funny that you say that because we're transcending, right? Yeah. We're yeah. transcending. Yeah. 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 I love yeah, it. Absolutely. I love it. Yeah. Oh, man. This is, this has been awesome. We, we ended up uh, going on a few more minutes here, but uh, it, it's, this is the type, I love these conversations, man. And, yeah, and you know, the two people that did uh, reach out to me yesterday asking me, like, oh, what do you do? I'm like, honestly, this, have these conversations. Have these yeah. conversations. Hundreds yeah. of monkey effect. I, I, don't, I don't know about the validity to that, but I do believe that 
there, you know, I do believe in quantum entanglement. So, yeah, and, and I also believe in, in, in speaking your truth, because regardless of whether or not you're questioning it, truth yeah. is always going to be an ism. Yep. And, and, and ism where, and, and when I say ism, it's because it is what it is, whether you believe it or not. Yep. And, and I'm always coming from a place of truth, no matter how out there people might think it is. Yep. You know, more and more, I'm finding people want to actually have listened to what's going, what, what I have to say, because a lot of people don't truly understand what's going on and what we've mm-hmm. been through and where we're going. Yep. But you know what? And again, that's just more of an affirmation that we're coming into the power that we really came here with. Um, yeah. And, and yeah. you know, I, I called the two people that I that called me. I called them out. I'm, just, I, I'm like, well, the problem is, is you're listening to other people. You're lit, you know, you're, you're paying attention to what the news is saying. Hey, you're even paying attention to what I'm saying. Don't listen mm-hmm, to any of it. Mm-hmm, Go mm-hmm. within and, yeah. and ask yourself what, what feels right. And you'll never be le- re- led in the wrong direction. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we're, totally we're looking for, we're, we're looking externally um, when we should be looking internally. But again, I got to get back to it. I, uh, I'm sorry. I, I, uh, would love to have more time with you, but yeah, we, yeah, we will. Um, and we'll, we'll do we'll it. We'll set the intention. We'll set the intention to have more time. Um, well, it's going to happen and, next week because we've got so oh, much okay. to talk about. There, oh, I yeah. mean, well, yeah, between yeah, now and then yeah, there's the, the, the two, two, two. <laughs> yeah, we've got, yeah. <laughs> of That's course. Gateway, right. So, you know, like I said, I'm tuned in, man. Like I, I, I got us like I've, I'm not, uh, we, like I said, we go on and on and on. Oh, yeah, Let's bro. just save what we're going to save and we'll, yep. we'll, 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 we'll talk in the, uh, in the green room and, and figure out where we're going to go with our next, uh, this our next awesome, conversation. Man. Yeah. Much love, much appreciation. Yeah, much love to you. Okay, brother. Everyone hold the line, stay in there. Yeah, uh, in, you know, exactly. Love it, wins. Love yep. always wins. Love always wins. And we're at a pinnacle point in our history where nothing is ever going to be the same. And it's all positive. I couldn't agree more. Let's end it there. Appreciate it, brother. Yeah, you take good care, brother.